yo yo what's going on and welcome back to another episode of creative digest where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives talk about their processes and their create uh wow and their experiences i'm just having a rough one i just forgot the intro i created (laughs) gosh it's it's one of those it's posting it's it's actually post thanksgiving yeah i know yeah, hey, but those, the, I I really taking a week off really really did it to me. No, seriously, like it feels so good to just like one of those things where it's like I can sleep in till noon mm-hmm. and not feel bad about it. Yep, yep. Well, for me it was the other way. Like, yes, I enjoyed the sleeping in. I was I was great. I was enjoying not having like anything crazy. But like, I feel like I'm getting whiplash. Like I'm literally going from Thanksgiving break, eating a ton of food, hanging mm-hmm. out with a, a ton of people. And then boom! Now I'm back into full routine and finals week, it's, and yeah, it's just it's like final oh. sneaks up on you after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's, it's like well, it's here. Well, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know you look at spring semester, you have spring break, but you know that's halfway through the semester. You come back, yeah. you get back into a routine for a month, and then then you have finals. Then you actually have finals, and you go home. But it's one of those things for uh, Thanksgiving. It's like you come back. And I mean, at least for me, I don't know about your projects, but mm-hmm. it's like. I have to work on everything this week, get everything done, ready, like almost like 100% done. So that way next week I can go through, you know, do all the presentations, critiques, all that stuff. Yep. But Well, for me, everything is due this week. Mm-hmm. Like everything is due Friday for me, um, except for my screenwriting project, which is due next Thursday. But even then, I don't have any classes next week. All of my classes for the semester in this yeah. Friday. It's like I, I don't really have classes next week. Like I have to yeah. go to class. But like it's one of those things where, unfortunately, like I don't have like I have three things do like Thursday, Friday. Okay. But then like my big like final film projects, if I don't have them done by like the end of this weekend, I'm basically I just set myself up for you know failure at that yeah. point. Like if I need to have everything done. So that way I can spend an unholy amount of time editing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, I enjoy editing, but it's one of those things where it's like... It takes so much time. Mm-hmm. It's so tedious. Like, for for me, like, somebody did, like, math, and it's basically for, like, every minute of footage that you have, it's, like, an hour of editing. Or, like, yeah. for every minute of a film, it's, like, an hour of editing, and which I, is crazy. Yeah, no, it's like you put that into perspective, and it's like, gosh. Yep. E- even after having, you know, the whole thing planned out for a week ahead of time, but... Yeah, it is well because like it just things just take time, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't feel like it. It's just so tedious. And ugh. I mean, uh, one of the things I do, and I'm not sure if other people do this, I'll have to like have people reach out. But one thing I'll do is like if I'm really happy with something, I'll save it and then I'll open up a new project, put in the same timeline, and then basically I'll like make slight adjustments to things. Like you know, if I have like different effects for something or different sound bites, uh, After okay. Effects parts of it. I'll swap them out for like things that I think that could work. So that way, you know, I have a full like project done, but then I have like a test like to like move things around, see if oh, I okay. like it without having to, you know, break down the one that I'm already happy with yeah. and potentially like screw something up and like not be able to go back. You know, dude, I, like once you like these like larger projects and stuff, like I'll like edit on on a timeline or something mm-hmm. and then it'll end up being like an absolute mess. And it's like or like even if I keep my timeline semi organized, there's oh just gosh, so I'm much so going on. At- and then I go back to like adjust something mm-hmm. and then I'm like, whoa, my whole timeline is completely screwed. Is that is that audio? Is that fully? Oh, recording monitor canceled. Uh Oh, but the recording didn't cancel. Okay. Is that the encoder or? I don't know. It just said recording monitor canceled, but it's still ticking and it's still red. So we're going to. Huh. Yeah. It's like we get to the end. We we get to the end of the hour and we're like, it just hasn't been recording. Do we check it? Do we stop and check it? So (laughs) I would say we should, but also I'm like, there's part of me that we should be fine. But also I'm like, we're going to look back to this in an hour hour and (laughs) and regret this. Oh, crap. I, I say we yeah. gamble it. Oh, wait, what? Risky, risky man? I'm a risky man. I say we gamble it. All right. It's it's like giving me all the signs that it's good. So Then we should be fine. Yeah. I was like, I can't see the box from here, but. No, it definitely checks out for sure. <laughs> it's good. We're, we're definitely <laughs> Definitely, good. definitely confident in that. I am confident in it. So finals week, I mean, obviously, like I don't like talking so much about college, but for whatever reason, we always do. Probably because that's what we're the most invested in. I mean, it's one of those the things most where it's, it's the most in. relevant 
part yeah. to us. Yeah. We had let, let me let me for the for the folks listening. So we I guess took a week off, but not intentionally. Mm-hmm. So we had an episode that was a banger. It was a solo episode, just me and Aiden here, and uh, and then we like I well I lost the flash drive. I did. So I'm gonna I'm gonna own up to that one. I lost the flash drive. We were supposed to have a banger of an episode uploaded last Monday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever that date was. Um, like the 21st or something. And then we were supposed to have an episode with Devin, which Devin's going to have to come back on again uh, because I sucks. lost that episode too. Um, I, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I, I pulled up my laptop to go through. Cause I remember I have the show notes oh, uh, do you? from, from our solo episode of like, we we're talking about like, you know, putting ideas out there that you might not be normally comfortable with oh, and like, with yeah. the anxiety that can be behind it. I'm just reading off my, literally the show notes. Now I remember um, these things. You know, and then one of those things going back and looking at old, old work. And, you know, we had like a 45, like, really in-depth conversation about it. You know, it was one of those things we were talking about work. So both of I, uh, me and Ashton have gone through. Um, and then we also talked about, like, things that, like, when you're getting into film, like, one of the things of self-critique and, you know, talking to others, looking for ideas, stuff like that. But yeah, I thought it was a great, a great episode. Like conversation yeah, it was, was great. super good. Like it was really in depth, and it was like, just yeah. and now it's gone. We well, I mean that's good. I mean I'll I'll I would like to. I guess we can run with that because yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah, people need it's to, important <laughs> stuff to talk about. People need like. to hear about because like for me, I I think it's so important to go back and watch your old stuff, mm-hmm. listen to your old stuff because. But then that coincides with you have to put it out there to be able to go back and watch and listen and all this kind of stuff. Like, I will go back and listen to podcast episodes yeah. or like really, really early or even the most recent ones just to be like, what am I doing wrong? What do I not like? What do, what do I want to change? What am I doing well that I noticed that I like maybe mm-hmm. I did accidentally or subconsciously that I'm like, I really want to stick with that thing. Yeah. It's a positive, positive. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things you look at, you know, I can go back and look at film stuff and immediately like, be nitpicky on either things with like sound design that like mm-hmm. I wish I'd have done differently, um, an effect that I would have wish I would have gone you know into like Reaper for a long, longer period of time and like really like toned it through, uh, made it like something better. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like when finals come around, it's like that's why I'm you know setting aside like five days just to edit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm gonna edit through the timeline, get you know each frame right, then start you know going more into the after effects of like visuals I'm going to add in uh, things of lighting change I might do or do you know, know what, do you know what I like doing what is I'll like make an edit at like really really late at night like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll edit something really late and then just go to sleep yeah and then wake up the next morning and watch it and then pretty much you change everything but like mm. I, I, li- I like that method because like it, at really late at night you're feeling inspired right after you shoot something I crank through it and then I watch it the next day and then pick through all the flaws. Like when I have like more time to like get more like nitpicky and stuff. I'm uh, that's what, like a weird like no I no I I, I I like that and um I actually I have fallen asleep editing before. Oh um, yeah, like I'll you know I'll be laying in bed. It'll be like three a.m. I have my laptop laptop on. Yep, yeah, going going through editing everything, and I just you know I like lay back for like a second, and then I wake up the next morning. And I'm like. Yo, yeah. And then I'm thankful I didn't drop my laptop on the floor. But um, my desk when I'm editing is a complete mess because I have post-it notes all over it. With like, Really? Yeah, no. It's like um, you look at like the like cop, like conspiracy, like. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. The where red, they're like connecting yeah, the connecting red dots. The yeah. Red dots and all the things. You have pictures everywhere. That's with, that's me with post-it notes of like, oh, you know, uh, video clip uh, 46A. Uh, what if I did this with it? Um, you know. Oh yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And then like they're like that's what I was saying earlier when like I open up a separate timeline. That's when I go in and add things that I might not be mm-hmm. sure if they'll look good, just to you know experiment. I like it, and I was sitting here just now. Speaking of things I we could and could not like, I, there's lights up here. Is there one on you? Is that light hitting you? Um, I think it's more hitting the control panel, but. You I think? Because that direction. one's like hitting me. I want to see something really quick. Tell them a story. Okay. Um, that put me on the spot. Um, I, you see, you, you need to like lead me with something and just not go tell them a story. Um, <laughs> well, look. Look at this. Look at this. If I had like a, like a Dr. Seuss book, that'd be really nice How right cool. now. Is this cool? I like it. I mean, uh, 
Like F- film from your side looks nice. How do I look? You look pretty good. Oh, thanks. You could be brighter. Yeah, just get. You a... could be brighter. No, I don't know. <laughs> that do anything? That didn't do anything. I was gonna <laughs> say I don't think that did anything. That's all right. I'll turn the main lights back on. As we mess with. Yeah, I feel like it's on a rail. You. I, I could slide it. I was going to say, we should be able to move it forward. We'll have to do yeah. that for future. We'll do it for a future episode. Yeah. But I, what it is doing is, like, the, there's, like, the main lights on, and then that's just giving you, like, a nice, like, kicker yeah. and, like, illuminating your eyes. Giving a key. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it bad that I actually haven't, like, like, I know I've known those lights have been there, but I've never, like... You know, I didn't notice them either, but that light's like hitting your eyes perfectly. Like it's giving you a perfect eye light. Then I'm like, well, you can't see it in that at that angle, but it is giving <laughs> you a nice highlight. Oh, thank you. The, the audience will just have to have to trust us. Do you, so I, I think I'm going to do something new over the break. Okay. Going into next semester. Well, first I need to freshen up on Premiere because I've been using Final Cut. I need to freshen up on Premiere because of my... I have to take Integrated Media 2 again. Really? Well, I took Integrated Media 1, obviously. So I have to take Integrated Media 2, like, in person. It's a whole thing. I did Integrated Media 1 uh-huh. online. Yeah. Because I was, like, I wasn't uh, specifically in media production yet. I was uh, CCM undecided, like, trying to figure out, like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to do, you know, just straight film or media production or uh, music production. Like, I was trying to, you know, figure out where I wanted to have my place in a college of music. Mm-hmm. But um, I took it online, learned nothing. nothing. Yeah. Learned nothing. Um, and then I took Integrated Media 2 with Professor Allen, mm-hmm. who we were talking to with. He thankfully let us into this room because the door was locked. Yeah. Um, took it with him, and that's when, he, like, it was literally, like, four of us. Really? Yeah, in the class. It was crazy. So, like, I learned a lot, but also I had class Monday nights, 6 to 8.50. So that kind of sucked, but... That's that's what I have to do. Really? It's I don't think it's Monday. Ooh, it might be Mondays. It might be that, that class. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that was the block <laughs> I had last semester. Uh, yeah. So l- let me tell you, I'm not I'm not particularly thrilled. Um, it could be a worse class. Yeah. No. And and, and it, like it's whatever. But my my segue mm-hmm. of bringing up that I needed to touch up on my premiere for that class is, I think I might start using DaVinci Resolve for that's, my editing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like DaVinci Resolve for people who don't know, it's black magic. They created an editing software that originally was a coloring software and that's what they're super known for. But now, and they've kind of had it, but they have a node based system and a timeline based system. So it's like a really, really, Mm -hmm. really strong editor. And you can also do compositing in it now. And it has this new thing that everybody's like freaking out about. And it's called like the magic brush or something like that. Magic Roto. Mm -hmm. And you literally just like, even if it's a video clip, I could click on a subject and it will just automatically Roto them out from the background. Yeah. Like that's insane. So I actually learned editing on DaVinci Resolve, right? Okay. Really? Um, Yes. So that was my, well, okay. So I did a little bit of premiere for like a few like projects when I was like, First, like doing video editing, uh-huh. and then I uh, did DaVinci Resolve, and first, like it's one of those things where it's like I never really f- like learned the audio, like how to you know edit audio on it properly. Mm. So it was one of those things where I was constantly like researching it, and I don't know why, but one day I just was like, I'm just gonna edit. Like I had a project, I'm like, I'm just gonna edit it on Premiere, oh. because DaVinci Resolve has a settings option where all the keybinds you can change it to like a different operating system. Oh, like, like match the keybinds yes. of Premiere. So yeah, you literally just go into your settings and you go keybind it to Premiere. So I just did that when I started learning on DaVinci. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I had a project, I'm like, I'm gonna do this on Premiere Pro. And for some reason, I just never went back. Okay. No, I mean, like, I I, I think all of the editing softwares like have their place for different things. Yes. Um, But for me, like I wanna start getting really good at, like I wanna get good at, uh, nodes, mm-hmm. number one. Like I want to get like really good at like node building, and then I also want to get really good at what's that thing? Coloring. Mm. Like I want to get, I want to be a better colorist. Yeah. I mean, because like I, what I, would we call it? A colorist? Yeah. Hmm. Like I, so, I, like, I was just yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I, I didn't know if that was something like you just made up on the <laughs> no, spot. No, no, no. <laughs> no, like on a film. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I just 
Yeah, I got off. Yeah, that was <laughs> yes. an intrusive thought of, is that what it's actually called? I would like to be a better color colors. person. <laughs> I would rather be better at getting to know how to use colors. Colors, yes. And especially my films. Well, because like, obviously like the better we get and like the more high caliber that we're like producing content at. Oh, 100%. One, it we're going to start getting material. Say like somebody goes out and shoots. Well, like I need to understand the universal language of shooting raw shooting log Mm -hmm. and then you know putting conversion LUTs and then understanding like oh my ring just broke no that's devastating it literally oh my god it just broke in half dang this is a cool ring that's what is that a dragon yeah and it like wraps my finger that's cool but yeah what (laughs) unfortunate um, I guess I'll look at that we, later. Yeah, we're gonna look at the footage, and it's just gonna be you messing with. Oh, that I was 100. Oh, yeah, no, I was like, I was gonna say, I, I saw it. I saw you messing with it. I'm just like, um, I'll mess with this ring instead because it doesn't bend. Um, oh, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, I was like bending it a bunch, and it just like. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Though. Yeah, no, it's 100 my fault. Um, for the person who gifted me that ring, sorry. Hopefully, super. Because they it. gifted it to me today. <laughs> um, so hopefully they don't watch the podcast. Um. That's the first time I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> I hope they don't watch the podcast. Oh, um, yeah, so I think I want to switch to Adventure Resolve. I think mm-hmm. that um, it's like a it's a pro level software um, that's free. It's literally mm-hmm. free. And then I also want to get good at that. Like I guess coincides with it is Unreal Engine. Oh yeah, no, I have a buddy who's really very talented in Blender and Unreal Engine. Oh, so it's like I, I've seen some of the like stuff he's made. I'm like. Man, that's cool. I wish I could learn that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's just like one of those like extracurricular, like do it on the side kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be the guy that does it like as a profession or like I want to end up making money off of Unreal Engine. But I do understand that it's like the future. Oh, yeah. Unreal Engine, virtual production sets, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like CGI has always been a thing, always will be a thing. But as far as like virtual production, which Unreal Engine is amazing at, um, this is becoming a really technical podcast for like our average listener. So uh, if you hate it, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, Unreal Engine, I think it's sweet. Well, especially like even here at the school, dude. Did you know they're building a virtual production set here? I did actually not know that. They are. They are. They are. When? Could not tell you. But I, Hopefully it's in our time. That was part of the selling point. Yeah, because that was part of the selling point when I was like, hey, I want to come to the school. Like, what do you guys have to offer? And they're like, yeah, we just got approved for the budget to start building our virtual production set, all yeah, this kind of stuff. That's awesome. Um, it's, I, I, could, I could show you where it's going to be later. They, like, showed me the room where it's going to be. Hmm. Um, but, like, I think that's sick. And I was talking to him, and I was like, yeah, like, I actually, like, I have a pretty good understanding on like LED walls and like, mm-hmm. you know, like how the, the the networking paths work and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, cool. Like we could utilize that. And so it's just like, I, I just want to like understand the future of production because we are the future of filmmaking. Exactly. Right. And so it's like, if I, we can get like ahead of the curve as far as like v- virtual production and like LED wall filming and stuff goes. Mm-hmm then I think you and I would have a better chance of getting jobs like straight out of college yeah. if we're like, oh, hey, we're cinematographers who can shoot on virtual production sets. Or yeah. we're like, I'm looking for this AC job and I can help you program your Vive, tra- Vive, pack, or Vive Puck trackers. Vive Puck trackers. I actually did a lot of stuff with like LED video walls <laughs> in high school. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it was like I had zero knowledge of it, and then it's one of those things of setting them up, patching everything, mm-hmm. nightmare, nightmare, <clears throat> and then calibrating, and then making sure everything's working, everything's working together, and then you know, p- getting it to do what you want the actual like wall to project. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it's like I haven't touched it in a year now, but like I remember that was something like I found fascinating, which brought me kind of yeah. to where we're working at now that's dope no yeah like i uh i i helped i helped my previous job build one mm-hmm. and so i i learned so much yeah. like that there's just like you don't i didn't really understand went into an led wall it's obviously crazy. like yeah like so obviously there's signal paths and like mm-hmm. you know it, I, but it comes from a source and i didn't understand that there was a thing called a processor and it's basically a big computer yeah and like and i was like oh so like you just don't plug in an hdmi to this thing and it projects whatever you want it's like Mm -hmm. no like you have to like map it out and like you might have to do pixel counting and like all this kind of stuff to like get the 
<laughs> and then you have to figure Crazy, out you know, resolution and everything. Yeah. I the thing I remember the most from it though, and it's kind of funny, is like setting up the wall, you know, getting it uh, hooked onto the trusses and everything, mm-hmm. patching and going. If I drop this, this is gonna, oh. for like, you know, a single panel, I'm like, this is a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you're done, dude. Like yeah, it's if so I expensive. Drop this, I will be in debt forever. Yeah. Yep. And uh well College? they uh uh-uh. uh the the LED company taught me how to like replace the panel, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like if this pixel goes bad, here's how you do it. So you unscrew the back and then like he just like grabbed like the little knob on the back and just like punched through it and I'm like, Don't do that and he's like, That's just what you do. You have to mm-hmm. get it off its magnets and I'm like, yep. No way. And uh so the first time I ever changed a panel when a pixel went bad, I was having an anxiety attack because mm-hmm. I was literally punching an LED wall to like get this panel out. Every every part of it. working with technology was like, hey, you know, if you have like a camera, don't be like super violent with it. Don't be shaking it around. Don't be, you know, mm-hmm. beating it up against walls. And then they're like, here's your LED wall. That's a m- t- million times more expensive, and I need oh, you yeah. to punch a hole through it. Thankfully, I never had to do any of the replacements. Uh, also, I mean, I was in high school. I sure. doubt they would have trusted me to do that, and I do not blame them one bit. But scary stuff. It is. Um, what was I going to say? I was, and this is just a tangent about LED walls and we'll stop soon, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) there was a, it was such an interesting wall too, especially for like the first time I was like working on one. It was a 32 by nine aspect ratio. Mm. Um, It was a total of, at least the center screen was a 20 feet by 11 and a half feet. That's crazy. And then like there was like two six foot panels or five and a half foot panels on either side that were also 11 feet high. So mm-hmm. it was like vertical, vertical, horizontal screen. Um, but the total aspect ratio was 32 by nine. Mm-hmm. So like we were exporting files out that had like grids of like, you know, yeah. 16 by nine for the center screen and then space, space so that it could fit mm-hmm. the 32 by nine on the outsides. Yeah, no, it's like, it's weird how you like look at everything from like what you're trying to project on and it's like you have to fit it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. Well, like stretch it mm-hmm. or yep. whatever. And then it, it's like... I, at least on my computer, I'm like, this is going to look terrible. And then it looks yeah, like yeah. normal on whatever projection. Yeah. Well, I will say, to bring it back to what we were talking about, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like having experience with stuff like that and having experience with things like Unreal Engine, knowing how like the system works, how to operate it and create. It's one of those things where it's like it just benefits to you as a creator. Like mm-hmm. It's one of those things, like like you said, you don't want to you know, have that be your you know main form of monetization is you know working through Unreal Engine, Blender, whatever. But it's one of those things, if you're able to utilize it, put it in projects, things like that, it only makes your projects better, uh, makes them look nicer, and mm-hmm. like it allows you to have more possibilities what you can create. Yeah, especially alone, right? Mm-hmm. Like 100%. you don't have to like rely on as many people. And I think uh, what I've known, and I guess like it's been like instilled in me, and like I guess it's common knowledge, but like once you actually start adopting it, it feels a little bit different. And like the idea that like y- your knowledge is like your wealth. Your knowledge mm-hmm. is going to equal your wealth. No, like if you don't know a lot, you're not going to be worth a lot type thing. And so it's like, I'm always the beauty of like the desire of wanting to learn comes from a selfish place of wanting to be more worth more yeah. in like the eyes of like the greater people, if that makes sense. No, I get that. It's one of those things where like professional world, especially even if it's just like, I want to be hired for this position. What's going to make me stand out as, you know, the ideal person that, What's going to make them want me mm-hmm. type situation? No, you're right. You're right, dude. You know what else makes people stand out a little bit more? What? Is if you put, you could put this on your resume. This mm-hmm. is totally fine to put on your resume. And I'm going to tell the audience they can put it on their resume too. That, and there's statistics to back this up. Okay. You're more likely to get a job if you claim that you listen to the Creative Digest podcast. I have actually heard that before, yeah. you know? Yeah, which I know we've done some statistics before, but this is an updated one. Mm-hmm. The the Google just came out with it after Black Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't know what to tell you, man. Crazy how it works, you know? You are more likely to get a job if you say, listener of Creative Digest, and that's just, uh, that's just fact. Yeah, it's one of those things hearing that makes me really happy, especially, you know, getting to be a part of it. I'm glad I'm glad people can be successful through this. Amen. You know, I'm <laughs> glad people can get success from our uh, our having a blast, you know. I'm I don't know what it is, but I'm like more t- 
tired recently. I was thinking that exact same thing. Like, I I'm like just operating a little bit slower um the pa- the ni- last few days and like I'm really trying to like plow through keep the inspiration up. Mm-hmm. It's like dude, I'm so close to the end of the that's, semester that's of thinking. the semester. That's what I'm thinking. And but like I don't know. Oh, I don't have class tomorrow, so it's like sweet. Like I get to chill, but I'm it's lucky. like no, I don't get to chill. I have to work on projects all day. Like so close. I'm so close. No, that's that's where I'm like it's like this week is going to be just the worst, but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like it will end. Like, you know, it's not like it's going to yeah. feel it's going to feel long, but then it's going to get to the end. Next week it's going to be critiques and stuff. I'm just going to be able to chill, yeah. relax while all my roommates are, you know, working on their, like, engineering finals and yeah. things like that. Uh, complain about that. And I'll be like, well, I'm going to go lay in bed and watch an unholy amount of Netflix. Amen. Just because I can. What's the go-to watch right now? What are you watching? So, I'm actually super, super late to the party on this, but I'm finally watching Breaking Bad. Really? Finally, finally got to it. I uh, I haven't seen it either. Okay, I haven't seen okay. it, so I'm later There's than you. There's gonna be so many people um, flaming us for that. No, and it's okay. 100%. I don't care. Um, go go watch a different podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they. Uh, I I mean, I've heard nothing but raves, mm. raves about it. Uh, same here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna mm. say like I don't watch shows often, uh-huh. like at all. Uh, like I'll you know every once in a while if I'm feeling it at night I'll you know put on a movie. You have some popcorn, you know, mm, just mm-hmm. chill if I'm trying to relax. Yeah. But I never really watch shows. Uh, when my buddy was just like, tell me, just you find, you have to watch this. And I was like, I hear everybody telling me that. I'm like, might as well. So I've been, I don't binge that much. Like I, I would do that all the time in high school. But now with like how busy I am yeah. with life and everything yeah. like that, it's like, I'm slowly, slowly been watching it for like the past month. That's good. I mean, that, cause that gives you. That gives you something to like look forward to, you mm-hmm. know. It's like it's 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 like a it's like a treat. When yeah. You, when you get to, when a, you get a to watch, reward. yeah. Um. And uh, well, I started watching not recently, like over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like was pretty deep into Peaky Blinders. Oh, one of my um, one of my buddies was really got that goes that. crazy. It's like it's like well shot. The story mm-hmm. though is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's just like cool. Like it's a cool show. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. I do recommend that. But with Breaking Bad, I have uh I've been wanting to watch that so that I can have context when I watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, that's, that's what I that really want to watch. That is actually the exact reason I started that because I am a sucker for any type of law, like drama mm-hmm. show, whatever. Yeah. Complete sucker for those. Have you ever seen Suits? No, but I've I've heard good things about that too. It's a good show. Um, but I was like, I really want to watch Better Call Saul because I keep like I'll see clips of it and everything and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to watch it, but I'm like, I I've heard that I need to like see Breaking Bad for like a lot of context for some things. So that's what that's what propelled that. I agree. That. No. Um, I actually I was thinking about this over the break. Uh, it would be really funny as like we have this where we talk to you know creators and everything, talk about you know processes, things like that. Yeah. But, hey. Sideshow, we just need to have a, like a movie television review channel. 100%. I agree. I, I, I was thinking that because um, one thing me and my mom do for like any break, uh, like we'll go like watch movies. and Like new movies? Yeah. Okay. Like, well, you know, I, I never go to the, like while I'm on, like in school, I never go see movies. Like I, I will always wait for them to like come out on streaming, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Um, so unless like a bunch of my friends are going to go out to a movie, I never actually check out movies. Sure. Despite, you know, being in film, working in film. But it's one of those things where it's like when I do go see movies, it's always I like, hate that I'm always like mentally critiquing it. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. No, I like the idea. I don't want to be like sitting next to my mom watching this movie going the whole time. Huh. Interesting choice on, yeah, you know, was... how they decided to film the sequence or, and I'm mainly, I went, reason I'm going on this, I saw the menu. Oh, tell me how it is. Theaters. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Don't tell me how it ends. I'm but not going to tell you how it ends. Personally? Not great? I wasn't a fan. Dang. Yeah, I, I thought it was very well shot. I liked the acting. Um, like the main chef. Mm-hmm. I thought his performance was very well. Story didn't make sense. To me, at least. Wow. Yeah. I mean. So you'll have to. You'll have to. Take, you'll have yeah. to. Tell me how you feel about it, but yeah. And then we so can, see, this is this is why I want uh, 
a review a review show. I feel so like. for the op- so for the idea of the show, just just talk me through this real quick. Would it be us watching it live? Like, would we watch it be, live I think that could and be fun. like we're mic'd up, just talking through it as the show is going or movies going? Or I, I think that'd be the best way to do it. Post post review. I feel like either works. I feel like if like live reaction mm-hmm. makes it more appealing, and it's a little bit more unique. That's yeah. there's not very many things like that. I like the idea. Um, yeah, that's good because we could do pre movie, like we could have mm-hmm. pre movie. Like here's our expectations. Here's what we're hoping from it. You know, specific performances. Like would love. Like can't wait for X Y Z actor in this because I think they could do well or they'll do bad. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously reactions during and then post post show review like here is here's our final 10 out of 10 stars whatever yeah kind of kind of went on a little tangent of you know uh uh, potential (laughs) no it's good it's good it's good it's uh this is the first episode back from uh from from break so you know this one's allowed to be relaxed taking it easy after yeah taking it easy after going on our whole video wall uh yeah we did have (laughs) quite the uh the the technical uh, and then before that, we were talking about mm-hmm. Premiere Pro, DaVinci Resolve. So, like, the people who are here now, who are still listening, are the people... Yeah. Leave a comment if you want a, a review channel. Yeah, leave a comment. What would we call it? Or could it be just a sublet of Creative Digest? I don't know. We'll have to... We'll, have to, we'll chat. We'll, we'll chat about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about that. But coming into the holiday season, talking about Creative Digest, mm-hmm. we have some things for the audience to be looking forward to. We do, right? We have fireside chats. We do. We've only mentioned it a couple times, but I love the idea. Yeah, that would be so much fun. So if you are strictly a Spotify or Apple Music listener, you need, you need, to be Check on the YouTube grind. Creative Digest on YouTube. Check it out. Get on it. Because you're not going to get the full effect of the fireside chats. Of course, yes, you'll still be able to listen. Whatever. But if you want to see us all cozied up. By a fire. Christmas sweaters and a fire. Then check it out. Because you it's going to be great. I want to put a date on it. But I don't know when. Yeah. They're going to start. I want to I wanna say... When's Monday the maybe the nineteenth? So the week that before Christmas? Right. Yeah. Monday the nineteenth will be the first episode of the Fireside Chat. So you have a couple weeks. Couple weeks. Get subscribed to the YouTube channel. And don't miss don't miss the, the Creative Digest Fireside Chats because it's gonna be great. Oh, it's it will be, be awesome. It's gonna be relaxing. It's gonna be cozy. Oh yeah. And I mean, we're gonna be done with finals, so it's gonna be Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the best creatives that we're going to have on this show are going to be on those episodes. Mm-hmm. So we better be ready. We better be ready. Oh, yeah. So I'm wanting to have the ability to branch out as far as the podcast goes, mm-hmm. right? Like we can do it here and all that kind of stuff, and we'll continue to. But I want to have the ability, just like the fireside chats, of not being limited of like where we record it, right? Mm-hmm. One one podcast I think that does it really really well is like in the Impulsive podcast. So that's Logan Paul's podcast. Mm-hmm. What I really like that they do is they have like their cameras and they have their mics. Yeah. It doesn't. They do not care. Like, but it sounds and looks the same. It mm. feels the same. But they they could be anywhere. Um, I think that's an, an approach that I wouldn't mind taking. Mm. Um, obviously I want like the the quality to maintain high. Hundred percent. But we strive for the best. Without here. the constraints of well a locked door that was annoying <laughs> yeah. right like um, things like that and not like not being limited to yeah uh podcast that i'm not sure if you're familiar with i'm trying to remember the name and i feel bad it's um they it's they literally just host it like outside um i'm trying to remember the name and oh the two guys me. that sit on the street yes yeah yes they have the table yep. with the yeah I'm I'm blanking on the name. I don't I know, know what it, it is either, but I know the I podcast. follow them. Yeah, but I'm spacing on the name. I feel very bad that I um, am not remembering. There's something like that. Like I think that's super cool. Yeah, and I like it. Did you know? You can do it anywhere. It's one of those things. It's like we, you know, definitely have a direct audience of we interview, you know, people who are doing awesome things in like you know film media type industries. Did my recording stop? I just got a phone call. Uh, no. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're good. Um. But it's one of those things where it's like also, you know, talking to people just out every day. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I mean, let, let's say it was an episode like that, like a little like super informal. Let's even say like we're set up on like TUC or like Main Street or whatever it might be. That'd actually be a good idea. And that's a great idea. It would bring so much recognition to the podcast. I'm writing Write that down. That down. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, so like let's say we're, you know, set up in, in like a really f- front-facing area. We're like, hey, sit down, enjoy the podcast. Like in, in one to two episodes, like we could just sit out there for an hour and get like two episodes out of it. And sit down with somebody or multiple people in an episode that just like want to show up. And if somebody's like looking to rip our ideas, like don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, technically we're ripping an idea already. Yeah, that's true. It's already an idea. Yeah, but, but, like, but now like, it's now it's ours and we're doing a slight twist on it. So now this is our idea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which that's it. all that creativity is. Originality isn't a thing. Um, yeah. But I can touch on that in a second. Um, that's a good point. But like sitting down and maybe like people can like, come on and like we can ask them like what does creativity mean to you what mm-hmm. what inspires you what yeah. does this what does that and like have like some like I, I don't know what the word is but like scripted questions yeah no definitely but that would um, be good I know what you're talking about. that'd be good i love it i'm basically just logging everything you're saying no 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 you're good you're good that's great i'm glad you're logging and actually <laughs> i'm getting a phone call and i'm not i'm i'm i need to tell them to wait but it's fine <laughs> it's whatever like um, and now I'm blanking. Dadgummit. The phone call, the tangent. I was like, don't a- don't just- ask me. I'm so bad at multitasking. I'm like, I'm trying to like write. No, you're good. And like think about what I'm writing down. No, it just threw, then, threw, yeah. it threw me off. It threw me off. No, I know exactly what you mean though. Train of thought's gone though. I was going to say something. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Now it's back. <laughs> um, yeah. Original, originality's not a thing. It's oh, no, not. not at all. The, uh. I mean, like, there's the idea of it, and you can get, like, really close to being original, but... Any idea you've ever had, somebody else has Somebody's done it. it, Something's inspired you. Like, it kind of goes into what's called... It's a theory called standpoint theory, Mm -hmm. and it's more about your ideals, but it works with creativity, too, is everything that you do and all the decisions that you make are crafted by the person that you are. Oh, 100%. The things that you consume, the so obviously media, all this kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, but standpoint theory comes from the idea of like right versus left politically. It's like you're you are right because of X Y Z circumstances lead you to lead you to a point. So it's like it's the same for me. It's the same with creativity. No, definitely. And like creative ideas. It is one of those things though that sucks when like you're trying to like come up with something original, mm-hmm. but it's like. Obviously, I can't spend my entire life watching every single piece of media that has ever been created. To figure out what hasn't been done. To figure out something new and original that hasn't been done. It's one of those things, though, where um, it also sucks on the same side of, like, I could actually maybe have, a, like, original creative idea. And then somebody much bigger could, like, also have something similar to uh-huh. it. And just, you know, absolutely blow it out of the water. Like, make it super cool. Make it amazing. Something that... I might ne- ever have been able to create. Yeah. And that's like, awesome. Their idea. But that's the industry. A hundred percent. And I get a quite literally a direct example. Um, whether it was copied or just perfect circumstance, my friend wrote a, a short film that we filmed and released in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then late, late, late 2020. So it was like, we released it in like May. Mm-hmm. And then in like October, um, this movie came out called Run, and it literally had the exact same plot. That's crazy. Same color tones. Like so much was like the exact same. Um, Did you sue? No. Because there was no proof (laughs) of like theft, right? Like there's no proof of it. But that goes for me Mm -hmm. to say it's like, even if they weren't, they probably weren't looking to just steal some like random Ohio filmmaker's idea and post it on and put it on Hulu, right? Yeah. Like that, that wasn't their intention. Their intention was they thought they had an original idea. They didn't. And it could, yeah, it's like one of those things, like you said, it could be 100% coincidence. Like, yeah. For all you know, also, it's like they might have had that like greenlit for like five years. Yeah. And just per, and then produced it in 2019. We produced ours in 2020 mm-hmm. and then just released it in 2020. Like, it's just. It was full mm-hmm. coincidence, but it was just wild that it was like literally some even I used to have like frames like mm-hmm. I, I screenshotted frames from ours and from theirs almost identical. It was insane. It's one of those things where it's like you just, you know, facepalm just 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. it was like, you know, like when somebody's like, oh, I thought about that 30 years ago, but looks like somebody else already beat me to a million yeah, dollar idea. I, I thought of uh, Google before whoever else did that. Like Amazon, yeah, that was my idea. Yep. Like, <laughs> look, look where we're at now. But look where we're at now, yeah. And so it's just like, yeah, you can't get hung up on it. There is no original mm-hmm. idea. It's 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 creativity is for me like public domain. Um, That's a whole other subject. It should be. I mean, just it, it, like in a very loose way. Like mm. obviously, like artists should get credit for the work that they're producing. But like, like if I want to make a fan film about like Spider Man, like he's one of the largest and most well known superheroes in the world. Like if mm. you put blue and red together, you instantly think Spider Man. Just the two colors next yeah. to each other will make the association for you. So with that being said, it's like, so am I not allowed to make a movie with like New York as the setting? It's public domain technically, right? And so like, why can't something like a character or like the idea of a character of that scale be like public domain? I don't know. It's like such a controversial topic amongst artists. Oh, but but I mean, it's like one of those things, easiest answer to it, what it all chalks down to, money. Money, hundred percent. Yeah, it's all about who who owns what, who wants the who can, rights to what. Who can do with what with what? Yeah, like I mean, that was the whole fiasco with Spider Man specifically, mm-hmm. Disney Sony. and Sony, and mm-hmm. like just all that kind of stuff. It was just the 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 fiasco of the century. Public domain is the fiasco of the century, but it, it was it's actually the fiasco of quite literally apparently the nation because oh, no, yeah. I was reading through the Constitution. Just for a class, uh, not okay, just for light gonna, reading. I was gonna say, <laughs> but not for light are reading. You, are you okay? <laughs> and uh, one of the articles, and I'm glad I can't quote it because that would be bad. <laughs> I would really question if you could quote the Constitution. One of the articles, though, gives protections for art and like mm. personal like ideologies and stuff like that. So like, it was it's a, it's been a thing. Oh, 100%. Like, this has been a conversation that people are really really worried about. And I mean, it's one of those things you go deeper looking into media law and things like that. Mm. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. Crazy pit of just... Have you... Like, what's your take on, like, artificial intelligence? Oh, boy. Being trained on real artists. I'm not a fan of it, personally. No? I I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think the concept of it is awesome. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that we are able to do it is awesome. I don't really agree with it, though. But, like, yeah, no, like, there is a lot of, like, moral ambu- uh, ambiguity. Oh, that's a hard word. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know Ambiguous. Exactly. A- yeah, ambiguous. I was like, like, that's a hard word. I already struggle enough <laughs> with pronouncing basic words. Yeah. A- ambiguity? No, that's not it. No, I know exactly what you're trying to say. But the, the idea is ambiguous. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> um, within the subject, right? Um, especially the moral side of it. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people are saying, like, well, you, you can't just type in a word. And in the style of, let's say, Van Gogh. Like, yeah. so picture of tree in the style of Van Gogh. That's a thing that you can do in something, like in those open source AI softwares. Um, and it'll just produce an image completely new and, quote, unique. But then people think you're ripping them off. Yep. And now, did you bring this up because of the, the one movie that they're making? What with, movie? Um, so, I, okay, I thought you were... So this is actually a thing that's happening. Oh. Um, and that's, I thought, that's well, what yeah, you Well, yeah, I knew it, it was a thing that was happening. Um, that's why I was bringing it up, but not yeah. movie wise. No. Yeah. So, um, oh. uh, famous actor, James Dean, I'm not very familiar with his work, uh, mainly because he died 64 years ago. Um, but he is going to be, um, in a brand new movie, uh, through, you know, just crazy advances in visual effects. Um, and it's one of those things where people are wondering, could this be something that is going to be common and, mm. you know, films going forward of like, we can do whatever we want. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, do we need a specific actor for something? Like, do oh. we have a creative idea for, like, a person in this role? Like, I'm making a feature film. You you know, directors like, you know, Nolan and all them get ideas of, like, who I feel like could very much embody this character that I'm thinking of mm. very well. And then it comes to the thing of, well, if I, you know, can't find something or I don't think something works right or there's, you know, creative differences, I can just make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is awesome i think the fact that we can do it is awesome but i feel like it takes away you know one of the beautiful pieces of film yeah and um no i agree it does there's something but then it it, like even there was the early conversation of 
does digital filmmaking take away the art and the beauty from film filmmaking, right? Mm -hmm. Like from shooting on film. And uh, like this conversation is always going to be a thing. And, and, And here's where I land. If you, because I, as a filmmaker, I could list off 10, 15 filmmakers that I would say I'm directly influenced by. That's mm-hmm, created 100%. the Ashton Francis look because I pulled from here, pulled from here, pulled from here. And um, so with that being said, I think it c- it's a tool. Like allow these things to be tools. Allow these things to be um, conceptual art. And, and maybe one day we'll be able to like create larger things out of it. Yeah. But like the moral, to maintain moral integrity is to understand that Somebody made it and this comes from somewhere, right? It's almost just like, it's like the moral integrity of a paper is maintained by citing your sources, right? Telling us where you got this, who did it first. So it's almost like that. It's like if I'm able to quote, cite my sources or like say, Mm -hmm. this is an influenced photo of this, whatever, then like it's there. I don't ever think that AI or like somebody who's like an AI artist or whatever, like, will ever be able to take over the craft that is, you know, being an artist or whatever, at least in the in the social world. But um, there definitely is, well, I mean, there's some, uh, not AI artists, but like concept art, like, do you mm-hmm. know, like there's yeah. for like bu- blockbuster stuff, this concept artist literally trained one of like the AI machines on his art. Yeah. So that whenever he has an idea, all he has to do is be like, man sitting in a chair, in the style of himself and it'll come up with like 10 different options and then he'll be like "Ooh, i like that one the best and so then he'll start working from that so like he just like builds himself starting points and stuff like that and i'm like that that i like you know see i'm still indifferent because i do like it but it's also one of those things where it's like i feel like it's opening a pandora's box of yeah you know going through it but um I, I do want to uh, touch on the subject of what you talked about of the, you know, you could look at 10 artists, directors that give you your creative look because mm-hmm. I'm hundred percent the same way. Yeah. And so literally right before we started recording the show, a uh, professor that let us into the studio because it was locked and mm-hmm. we couldn't get a key. Uh, we were talking, we were like, we have a final project coming up for him and he was showing uh, previous students work and he was asking um, like, is that something that you like, he was asking me, uh, is that something like, me as a student benefits from and i told him yes because i like to be able to look at like other people's ideas get like a sense of what their creative process is and it's not it's one of those things of like seeing like oh i liked how like this was shot i liked where they were going with this like i think it's cool because then it gives me ideas that i can you know build off of like okay Mm -hmm. but what if instead of doing this they slightly changed it a little bit like this what if they place the camera like you know a foot to the right slightly like change to you know whatever but then I also can see, okay, I don't really like how they did the sound design for this. Mm-hmm. Things like that of where it's like using other creatives' ideas to, you know, then make something your own. Yeah. But yeah. then you get to the conversation of where's that line yeah. of No, I, I no, I, I totally agree. It is it's it's gray right now. Oh, and, 100%. and neither of us are like industry professionals and so like yet. it's gonna yet. <laughs> um so it's gonna remain gray, at least in the topic of conversation that we like we live in so i think it's just like as far as like if somebody the people listening want an answer i would say the answer be or is that um like just trust like your moral compass right like it's trust like your moral like integrity and i think Mm, that's what it boils down to like yeah don't go out and just be like oh i really like how this is i'm gonna copy it exactly and just like rip it directly yeah but but inspiration is 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 promoted it's not frowned upon Mm -hmm. definitely like so it's like allow yourself to be inspired right you know create a block somebody's like so let's say it's a peter mckinnon travel video and you're like wow like that's just amazing and it's like you're not going to go make the same travel video but it might inspire you to go make travel videos Mm -hmm. that's like that's what i mean no 100 percent. i mean it's also one of those things where it's like uh, people might try something from, you know, other people, but it's one of those things where it's like, if you're truly wanting to make something for a intended audience, something like that, it's one of those things you have to give it your own breath of life. Mm-hmm. Either that, or it's like, it's not going to work the same way. Like you could create, you know, a travel video, um, and have all these things where I could try to copy as much as I can. However, there's always going to be that difference of, you know, 
you're giving it your own creative take. And that's not something I will be able to, you know, take mm-hmm. off of whatever you're doing and try to throw it on a mine. And that's yeah. where, you know. Yeah. Well, because some of the best art is when you, and, and I guess we can like kind of wrap in this area, is some of the best art is when you understand the intentions behind why you're making art. Exactly. Right? And so that's why you can look at an AI created piece and not feel anything. But then you can look at just a simple photo of a lamppost. But like if some if the artist who took that picture understands why they created it, the emotion can still be attached and captured and understood, right? And so even if we are presented with the same material and the same prompt and the same whatever, we're going to end up with two different projects because mm-hmm. the intention behind it is different. The why is different. I had a um, gosh, when was this? Uh, it was like senior year of high school. We had something like one of our creative directors was doing something with us, very similar to how you just described where he would give us each some form of prompt. And it was one of those things of where we had to lay out um, like it was a prompt for a film. Mm-hmm. We had to lay out what we would do with it, how we would shoot it, uh, do like a brief storyboard. And then it's one of those things of like where we would actually. Um, I feel like this happened that, last that time. happened last time, yeah. didn't it? Do we remember how I turned it off? Did I click cancel? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if people can hear. However, uh, in our booth, there's this random beeping that sounds like something's about to explode. And this happened last time. Um, and Ashton did something to fix it. But did I, I? I think you did, but I completely forget what it was. And now I lost my train of thought. But You know, eh, it's whatever. Hopefully. It happens. Oh, yeah. Um... It's one of those things where it's one of like we you can be given a bunch of the same material. However, um, from either, you know, your personal experiences, um, things that you've done in the past, that's stuff that's going to, you know, build up your identity and character as a filmmaker. And, you know, it's one of those things where it gives you the Aston Francis, you know, oh, it stopped that, you Let's know, let's go. <laughs> That type of um, what's the word? I'm like the for? look, or? yeah, like look, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I hundred percent agree. And like everybody, like you have a look, and you're gonna like lean into things and like have preference over yeah, certain things. Yeah, and, and and so I don't really know where we're going with this, but like, yeah, your work just needs to maintain the moral integrity. The moral integrity of creativity is understanding your why. So as long as you understand your why, then your work mm-hmm. is gonna maintain moral integrity. So that's a good way to wrap that. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I like that. I like that. And if you want to continue to get inspired and listen to the Creative Digest, listen to the Creative Digest podcast or watch it on YouTube. And yeah, fireside chats coming up. Fireside chats are coming up. They're going to be more inspirational. They're going to be more Mm -hmm. exciting. There's a lot of new things coming up. There is. Oh, yeah. So big, big works in the big plans. Wait, big, big works in the plans. Big works in the plans. And if there was or, uh, I actually don't know what those big plans are other than the fireside chats. But other than that, I'm sure it's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. Bigger and better guests every oh, time, yeah. every, every time. Um, yeah. So make sure that you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, anywhere. Literally anywhere. Yeah. We're just, there. Just go listen to the podcast. Make sure you follow the individual socials. Aiden Britton on Instagram. Ashton Francis on Instagram. Go follow them. Oh, yeah. Or you're literally extremely lame. Um, and make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure that you tune in next week. Don't don't miss the episode. We got a we got a killer guest coming next week. Who it is, I'll let you know then. Um, and who knows? We might find the missing flash drive with uh, two might. two episodes. Yes, back. and if we find that missing flash drive, there might be like a little you know extra bonus episode yeah, bonus coming side up. Bit. Um, love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>